Welcome to the Snap UK podcast, American football with a British twang. It's time to review week one. Let's go for overreactions, wanky stats. Let's do this. Welcome to the Snap UK podcast, the UK's home of informed NFL opinion and thoughtful insight, alongside petty arguments and poorly timed jokes. Tonight in the doghouse, it's myself, Jimmy G, Griff, and the return of Fourth and Inches. Gilo is here, but a combination of man flu and shock at a 49ers victory mean he can't speak. No time for delay tonight, gentlemen. Let's get into proper football, starting with the defending champs, the New England Patriots. The Pats won 33-3 over the Steelers on Sunday's late game. Uh, so who is stopping the Patriots in the AFC? Not the Steelers, clearly. Apparently not. No, no one. No oh, one. No. The Chiefs, maybe. Maybe. And the Chiefs is the only maybe. In the AFC Championship game. It, it seems likely. Would it be nine straight or ten straight? It would be a lot straight. More than what it should be. Was it, was it this time two years ago that I sat here sobbing because we'd been whooped 40 points to seven by the Chiefs by the on the Chiefs, opening yeah. day? Yeah. This is the best opening day Patriots game I have seen in years. We're, we're normally terrible the first few weeks of the season. And uh, you know, this was impressive. This About seven months since you were crying because, oh, no, we're not going to win the playoffs. <laughs> you know, it's the same every time. Oh, the Rams look really good. Yeah. Uh, best offense, really good defense. Oh, they uh, just won. Yeah. It's all fair. It's all so I'll, bullshit, I'll, isn't it? Yeah, sod off. I'll blow some trumpet and say that I haven't seen a New England team look quite this threatening at, on both sides of the ball. Yep. And, uh, you know, just for good laugh, we've uh, added Antonio Brown. Anyone want to mention that? Or should we just move on? I think we should probably cover the fact that you've uh, <laughs> assigned the guy that, in our power rankings last year, we had as the number one wide, uh, wide receiver. Uh because our rankings do count for everything. Signed him for free, uh, effectively. Uh, like no, you know, after you've offered a first round pick in the summer. Uh, but the Raiders, uh, not the Raiders, the Steelers didn't want to give him away to a rival. Uh, yeah, so imagine would that. They? Imagine when, that. When, uh, when Brett Favre left uh, the Packers, he got traded to the Jets. The Packers put a clause in in the, in the contract with the Jets that if the Jets traded him to the. the Lions, the Vikings, or the Bears, that the Jets would have to give the Packers free first-round picks. Why don't the Steelers do something similar? I know Brown wasn't traded or anything, but why don't they just do something similar? If you're going to cut him, or if you're going to do something that will allow him go to, to go to the Patriots, because we really don't want that right now, you're going to have to give us a bit of extra compensation. But nope. Brown has left Pittsburgh. He's gone to Oakland, where I'm not sure he had any intention to ever play. Now he's managed to get himself out of an awkward situation in, in Oakland and wouldn't you know it, he's turned up at the best team in football when they don't really need him. No, this is the thing. I, I'm not sure how much better he makes this team. Like, he makes them better. Yeah, he makes them yeah. marginally better. It's like, but it, it may, it's like why, how the, the, you know, his leaving and Le'Veon Bell's leaving has made the Steelers worse. Like, two weeks ago, people were still saying... Oh, the Steelers will be just as good this year because, you know, Brown has left. Oh, they'll be a much better team. Yeah, they looked really great on Sunday, didn't they? Oh, scoring their three points. <laughs> they were pretty poor. They couldn't move the ball With at that, all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it's bizarre. Sign good players, 
with good coaches, then yeah, your team will probably be, be quite good. It doesn't help when you've got some, your WR1 is about five foot two. Juju. Yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't seem to have any chemistry going on at all, but they were playing the Patriots, who happened to have a particularly good game on defence. It was, it was a bad game. Roethlisberger was extremely poor. Yep. And uh, Connor had probably his worst game as a Steeler. Yep, 10 carries, yep. 21 yards. So, <laughs> there wasn't... All right, everything that could go wrong went wrong. I still don't think they're a team that are this bad, and I don't think the talent difference is this wide a gap between the Steelers and the Patriots. Uh, and, I, and I think Antonio Brown is, is worth one or fewer points per week to the Patriots on this team because the team has been so good without him anyway. He is potentially just a massive disruption who gets cut after five weeks. No. No. He probably won't, but there, if there is any player that's, that's going to happen to, it's going to be Brown because he needs to walk into into the Patriots facility and he needs to just do what every other to successful line. player does there and toe the line. Just do their job hopefully Belichick doesn't treat him like any other player I can't see Belichick giving him any special treatment he's just there he said right you do what you're told and you do what everyone else does and you toe the line we'll, we'll win a Super Bowl for you if you start acting up you're going to be cut there's going to be no and I don't after that I don't think Brown will have another pla- another place to go to because if he can't Work and if, if Belichick can't make it work, then what hope has he got of working, working on any other team? I don't care how much of an arse he is, he's better than Cody Latimer, he's always welcome in the Giants. I, I, I say what he likes about Shermer. I'm not sure that uh, that he'll ever be unemployed for very long, but it's costing him a lot of money. He was set to earn 54 million in three years at the Raiders, he's got what nine million for this season and then a 20 million next year if he. Yes, yeah, nine million signing bonus, fifteen yep. million over the first year, and then the Patriots have an option to keep him for twenty million next year. I don't necessarily think they will keep him if well, he has a good well, season. So if he let's does let's well, see him suit then, up yeah. first. But, but no, but let's say let's say he has a good season. Let's say he catches half a dozen touchdowns because there's a lot of rivalry for touchdowns there. Surely they would think right. We got. But let's say they get to the AFC Championship game, win, lose, or draw, whatever happens there. You, you don't want to predict it all the way through. But he has a good season. The team does well. They probably think we're not going to get two good seasons out of him before he kicks off. Let's see who will send us a second or third round pick for Antonio Brown and move on again. They don't ever keep anyone around too long, apart from Brady. Yeah, but they, they kept a too pop- long. Forty-two years old. And what did he put up this weekend? He was brilliant this he, weekend. He was flawless. It did help that the the O line, which has taken all that battering last week, with O line was uh, brilliant. Again. Yeah, they were amazing. Despite all the changes they had to make at centre, they would he get sacked once, didn't he? They yes, barely touched him, and he so. got sacked yes, once. He got sacked once. He had so much time to. Sa- I mean, he was picking Philip Dorsett out. Philip Dorsett had time to get down the field. He made Philip Dorsett look amazing, like Antonio Brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. John, so imagine it's what almost, he's going to do to Antonio <laughs> it's Brown. It's almost like you've had enough already. <laughs> well, no, like it's. I'm just, I, I, I have a problem with the defeatist part of it. Oh, he's not going to do very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, he's, I'm sick of the defeatist. I'm sick of the the, the character questions because. It wasn't really his character wasn't really brought up until like game twelve last year. I think it was just like, well, you know, Antonio Brown is the best, um, and then suddenly this narrative of character questioning has really come in, and I wonder where it's come from. I don't know. It's come from Antonio Brown, I but think. An, but Antonio Brown hasn't helped it by 
But did you did anyone see Pat McAfee this weekend? No. He was because he's basically he was describing Brown's journey into the Raiders, starting with when he went to visit Derek Carr at his house, and he's like, "This is great." You know, uh, this is you know because I'm getting to know the quarterback, which is what they didn't I was couldn't do at Pittsburgh, and then in McAfee's description, he played with Derek Carr and was like, "Oh no." Oh no, this isn't very good. So uh, he made the issue with the helmet, and they stood by him. And the feet. And they, they did they had the issue with the feet. They stood by him, and he's just like, "What have I got to do to get out of this? Because this is trash." And you know, he's done what he's done. But I don't see much. Melvin Gordon isn't playing. You know, you know, no one's going. Oh well, who's going to not? Who's going to sign Melvin Gordon because he's got character issues? He stood out. Le'Veon Bell. He's you know, you know. There's the players with character issues for other thing, but for some reason it's people keep going on about Brown. But I think there's a difference between holding out and threatening to beat the crap out of your general manager. That is, yeah. Like you have to be held he back. He had to be held the back. The man with no voice, he's shouting yeah, at us across the room. He called him mayonnaise. And he had to be held back by Vontos Perfect. Yeah, which, in, frankly, no one Come wants on. to see. You no. want to see Vontos Perfect weighing in. Come on, we've got to call Wait, his proper name, renowned bellend, Vontos Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> if only Richie Incognito had weighed in at the same time, it would have been amazing. It could have been a race war I mean, at the same luckily, time. Luckily, Antonio de Brown doesn't, probably doesn't remember the time that Vontos Perfect knocked him out. I mean, <laughs> let's be fair. We're talking about character issues in a team with Vontos Perfect and Richie Incognito. Yeah. How is he the problem? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm sure... As every most every other patriot comes in, he they will toe the line because they know if they toe the line, they get rings and they get paid, which is all anybody wants. Yeah. So, um, shall we? Uh, another team off to a resounding start were the Ravens, uh, winning just uh, <laughs> scraping the win, fifty-nine to ten uh, over the Dolphins, and uh, so. We all knew the Finns were tanking. Did anyone expect them to be this poor? No. Not, no, against, not against the not, Ravens. Not that poor. If, if this had been the scoreline against the Patriots or against the Chiefs, I'd have said, fair enough. But against the Ravens, they made Lamar Jackson look like the best quarterback in the NFL. And he isn't, despite what you've just seen. He is clearly much improved as a passer. Right now, by stats, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. But he isn't. He's perfect, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> He's absolutely brilliant. He was amazing, and I really hope this is a sign of where they've got him to. Uh, because if you notice over the off-season, we've heard nothing about Lamar Jackson. I kept hearing that he's... <laughs> He's not progressing as a quarterback. Yeah. But what I mean is, he's not been a distraction. You haven't seen him turn up places. He's not been running his mouth like Baker, so on and so forth. He's the, he's the Madden uh, team, of, <laughs> team of the week hero. Excellent stuff. But this, this was impressive, but let's just point out that it was impressive against uh, a backfield that could have included the five of us. In fairness, the receivers they've got for him are just so quick, and it gives an average quarterback, which, you know, which is what we've got to go on him so far. For they made it so easy for him, yeah, but it's and the then the defence as well made it even easier. It's the perfect game plan on offense, isn't it? Everyone's expecting the the Ravens to run pretty much four out of every five plays. So they're stacking the box and they've got quick wide receivers who 
are just taking advantage of the fact that there might be one or even no safeties playing and they can outrun whatever cornerback is, is going against them. So in this instance, Hollywood Brown, you know, yeah. debut game, four receptions, 147 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. That's brilliant. But I don't think you can read anything into it because this Dolphins team was just dire. It was trash, wasn't it? It's like they, they conceded the first touchdown and they just gave up. I mean, apparently there's loads of them have requested trades now. I think the management have given up on them and I think the players are starting to realise that it's pointless as well. Who would want any of those players? Mike Gazicki looked all right. He looks all right. I mean, there's players on the roster still that are high draft picks. I mean, Vince Patrick was a first-round draft pick a couple of years back. Devontae Parker's okay, but yeah, you're right. It's, there's there's nothing there that makes you kind of jump up and down and go, yay, they're really good. No. I mean, I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick actually played a, a pretty bog-standard Ryan Fitzpatrick game. Okay, He wasn't awful by any stretch of the imagination. And on a competent team, I think he'd have kept uh, said competent team up with the rate. But there is nothing... Losing Kenny Stills is a catastrophe because he's the possession receiver. Devontae Parker got no, what? No, 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 Nothing? no, 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 no. Let's go back now. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, we're going back. Back to going what back. you just said. Yeah, Kenny Stills. If Kenny Stills is the solution, <laughs> you have a massive problem in the first place. Yes. It's, it's a fair point. It's not he's great. A, he's, he's, yeah. The problem is they haven't got anyone. I'm going to tell you how good Kenny Stills is. I've had two viruses <laughs> attempted to be sent to me to my work email. Both of them have been at kennystills.com. <laughs> <laughs> the, man is, the man has become a computer virus. We will, we will get to Kenny Stills later, but the, the point being, Ryan Fitzpatrick's numbers were in a, a semi-good team enough to keep up with most occasions in the NFL as he usually does he wasn't responsible for the majority of the problems they had was he no I mean you can't put any of this on either of the quarterbacks I mean Josh Rosen came in late on his first pass was an interception yeah but his first pass as a dolphin who's he passing to then 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 just throw it out of play his first, I mean, he was bad when he came but who, off. But who's he passing to him? And what's no, no, the offensive I, line I in front agree. of him? Like, I agree. There, there is nothing there to work but if, with. But if ever there was one way to demonstrate that you're probably not going to be there next year when they draft a quarterback high, this was it. There's more chance of Fitzpatrick being held you, over to coach the new guy. But right? when you just turn around and go, look, I, I'm, I'm trash, but <laughs> I'm trash around other trash. Yeah. You know. Rosen. Fitzpatrick wasn't that good. 14 for 29. Yeah, yeah, but again, who's he throwing to? But, yards, but he yeah. was putting up yards to nobody. He wasn't responsible for... When they took him out, they didn't get better, did they? Well, no, but... I, I, I was disappointed. I, I mean, I said they should have been playing Rosen anyway, because if you're going to have the guy for a year, you might as well see what you've got. It seems agree. daft to not play him. However, if that's the route they want to go down... I feel for uh, Brian Flores, another one of the Belichick coaching tree, who's clearly going to be in trouble. Because I, I think they did say to him, we're going to we're going to tear this down and start again. But well, I don't I think they told him all this was going to happen. I hope they did. Because I, I'm not sure. Like, that's going to be, if they didn't and they're expecting him to win, I mean, he's, he's got no hope. I don't think they're expecting him to win, but I don't think when he took the job, they said, we're going to get rid of your receivers, your left tackle, we're going to hamstring you completely. Yeah. I think they might have said, we're not going to bring anybody in. Yeah. 
But I don't think they said we're going to get rid of everybody. But ba- too. Based on that performance, you could legitimately see Miami going 0-16 this year. Like, oh, God, yeah. They were terrible. They were awful. Even, and it, the, even the Browns, when they went 0-16, weren't that bad. But if, if they went 0-16 and they draft Tua or whoever it is that they're going to pick within one pick, this team's still going to be terrible next year because well, they've got no other building blocks. The Cleveland Browns at least have got, or had got, sorry, some holdover players that they can either trade for other players and picks or that would be good enough to plug in around better players. What have the, what have the Dolphins got? Minka nice Fitz- green uniforms. Minka Fitzpatrick is the only one. Minka on Fitzpatrick is the only one. That is it. Yeah. Nothing else. It's, uh, I, th- I thought it was disappointing for the fans. I think it's disappointing for the league. I don't think tanking is the right way to build a franchise. But this isn't even tanking. This is below tanking. Yeah, but see, they, they get the tanking concept from the NBA. Uh, John was telling me about the 76ers and how they approach it. But you only need five players to make a good NBA team or a better NBA team. You, you need 53 players of which... Half probably need to be above average or good to make a competitive NFL team, and you can't build that with a dozen picks in the draft. You, you, there's too many. You, you cannot tank and rebuild a team in two years, no, like the 76 have did. You, you've got to you'd have to tank for like five years. It's not a sustainable and, and make more. I don't know. Free agents won't want to go there. Not every team that's terrible falls the Browns and gets oh, well, Beckham. Hang, hang on a sec. Let's not put the Browns in the success. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to them. But what I'm saying is they have suddenly got what you would consider a competitive team. Yes. That doesn't happen all the time. The Bills and the Bengals were terrible for years and years and years and still haven't really shown enough to say they've built a case. Just saying. Well, uh, let's move on because uh, another NFL Sunday and another defeat for the Giants. Uh, they took a, a 7-0 lead. Unfortunately, it finished... Uh, 35-17. Did finish there. Um, you know, uh, before anything else, there's a, me and you are the, the Giants fans here, right? You're Probably owning up you to are, that. Yeah. I'm even wearing a giant sh- top. Oh, you're a giant. Oh, no, I see. Right, yeah, yeah. See. We're both wearing, both giants, wearing, giants, we're both wearing giants merchandise, right? So, if you'd have told me we'd come out within two scores of the, the Cowboys... I'd have been okay with that. The Cowboys are a really, really good team. The Cowboys... They're actually better than I like sport, though. Yeah. I agree. And Dak Prescott was much better than I thought he was going to be. He had a great game. What was it? You didn't, best... you didn't come within two scores. Ish. Two scores. Two, two conversions. Mm-hmm. You finished 18 or 19 points behind. Yeah, they were close. Ish. It was never this close. It was never as no, good no, as it looked on paper. Cl- it wasn't close at all, but I thought... But for the first five minutes... That's the best game I've seen Prescott play. Like... Yeah. If Prescott wants Russell Wilson money, let's it's, see him against a team that can defend against tight, a tight end. Because <laughs> 64-year-old Jason, uh, Witten. Jason Witten came on, <laughs> put his uh, Zimmer frame to the side, walked f- from the snap, walked four yards, caught the ball, scored a touchdown <laughs> as... I don't any, any tight end could do against the Giants. I don't have his yards after the catch in front of me, but I'm willing to bet it was negative because he, he caught the ball and he just got knocked backwards. His every yards was only 15. So. <laughs> yeah. But he did score. Yeah. Which, which I think for the Cowboys was amazing. Two, the fans went crazy. For them, didn't I mean, they? Yeah, he, he's no yeah. Jeff Swain. No, he it's, is no Jeff Swain. But it, it was nice to see him. I mean, he was clearly better at this than he was at being a pundit. Yep, that's that's that's, and <laughs> that's an understatement. Um, DeAndre Baker, DeAndre Baker, cornerback, 
for the Giants. Anybody, anybody, the Giants fans want to talk about how bad he was and how much Dak just picked on him again and oh, again and your, again. Your first game in the NFL yeah, yeah. and you're covering Amari Cooper. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the NFL. Absolutely. I, I just, I was just looking into how some of the rookies did. He was particularly bad. I remember uh, who's the. Jets cornerback, young Jets quarterback. Is it Adams? Jamal Adams? He's a safety. 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 But he had a particularly poor game for his first game last yeah. year. And, you know, but they asked him, he went, well, what do you expect? You know, it's my first game. <laughs> um, it's a fair comment. And, you know, it is. You know, let's... This is, Giants are not in a win-now phase. The, the point, so, uh, the point I was going to get to with that was, I've never seen Dak actively pick on anyone before I didn't know he was that sort of quarterback who can decide right I'm just going to pick on you and throw the ball and and he actually had the time in the pocket to do it he had the presence of mind to do it uh, what did he get four touchdowns and 400 yards just imagine yeah. what he'd be like if he played against a pass rush yeah getting Travis Fredericks back is a massive oh, huge for, for Dallas L- last time huge. that he had four touchdowns and 400 yards in a game I don't think he has is he week 17 last year uh, the two times he's done it. He is now on a roll. 800 yards and eight touchdowns in two games. It, it, he is getting better. He is going to get paid. That's a bit of a They are going to keep him. Yeah, it is, of course. But they are going to keep him. He, he is going to get paid big money. And actually, if Jerry wants to, to make this sort of palatable, he ought to do it now. Because if Dak can... T- I mean, they, they've got some... They've got the Redskins coming up. Skins, com- then the Dolphins. Yeah. So he needs to pay him now. Because <laughs> if Dak puts up... If Dak starts the season with 12 touchdowns, no picks, and 1,200 yards, <laughs> how much money is he going to be asking for? Quite It'll a be lot. crazy. Because I know in fantasy, I've, I've stocked, stocked the Cowboys' defence because I remember they were, they've got two absolute slam-dunk games. Yeah. The Redskins aren't as bad as... They then follow that well, up with we'll the get Saints. To them. But, you know, let's see what he does against the Saints. Then let's say, you know, whether we... Uh, we Zeke was, Zeke was quiet, for Zeke was obviously. Zeke 50-50-odd yards, but... Like, but just having him on the field means the Giants have to consider back, defending Dallas, like, two yeah. days before yeah. the game kicked off. So, I imagine you got Stitch. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he, they had Sue Pollard anyway, so they're yeah, yeah, Sue Pollard, <laughs> that is such a niche <laughs> reference for, for, for most people listening. Yeah. But go uh, and look her up. <laughs> Uh, another cowboy that's due to get paid or might get paid, might not. Amari Cooper had a good game. Six receptions. You, you think they're going to pay him? I don't know. This is my point. Yeah. Michael Gallup, second year wide receiver, seven receptions, 158 yards. I'm not sure that Amari's getting paid. I think he's he's gone because they don't need him if they've got Michael Gallup. I think it's a shame because I, I think Amari Cooper has made this know. team much better. But well, I think you can't just rely on having... One receiver, though. No, but, you have but, to have several, like Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown. But yeah, but this is misleading stat. Much like we've said, ah, oh, but the Ravens aren't that good because suck. The Giants aren't great. No, no the Giants not. aren't great. No, we never and expect them to be either. No. You know, the Cowboys, they've got, they've got Cobb, but I still think the best of all of them is Amari Cooper. So, Oh, yeah, you know, If you want, if, if Jerry wants to get a ring before he leaves this mortal coil, then uh, he needs to pay Amari Cooper. Oh, I, I think he should. I'm just not sure he will. I, I thought Randall Cobb, by the way, had an excellent game. He did. I completely forgot he was there. Yeah, that's like, because Aaron Rodgers also completely forgot he was in Green Bay last year. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't good. But, you know, th- this was an impressive uh, debut for the Cowboys. And uh, He's not one of the wide receivers that they also tried at running back as well, is he, Cobb? No, I don't think he no, is. No, no, I don't think so. But... You know, the, the Cowboys are going to have fierce competition from the Eagles, who we will get to shortly. But 
But in terms of player for player, I don't think there's a better out-and-out team in the NFL that's got strength at every position like the Cowboys have. There may be equals, but I don't think there's any team better. The Eagles, I think, yeah. possibly. In the NFL or the NFC? In, in, NFC. In, sorry, in the NFC. Okay, good. E, I think the Eagles. I still think the Rams. Would, yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah they're they're, they're going to have their own problems. But okay, it's just a point I thought I'd get across. I'm, I'm seriously impressed by the Cowboys' start, despite it only being against the Giants. Despite losing, Eli wasn't terrible. Nope. No, he got worse as the game went on, actually. He started quite, we thought it was on a bit of a hot streak to start with. Uh, and then, but the problem is when they get behind, he cannot make the throws to keep up. When they get behind, they make throws, and they have a stud running back. Yeah, he only had eleven carries. Yep, seems remarkably low. It does. How many catches did he have? I didn't. I didn't actually see. He had six. Yeah, no, see, I looked at the wrong person. He had four. So what? Fifteen touches. Fifteen yeah. touches for your stud player is not enough. Yeah, I mean, it needs really, to be twenty Bar- minimum. Barkley should be getting twenty. T- 20 yeah. touches or 20 runs and catches on top of that really I understand not wanting to you know break your star player but yeah yeah but use him as well yeah use him uh, Daniel Jones did play in the game he did he did appear I don't I don't recall being blown away by what he did in, in the game so we, 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 we think three, he played three, his, three completions. his number yeah. was on the pitch we, oh, can't, okay. we can't tell from the face <laughs> four, att- four attempts three completions for 17 yards yeah, it's not great. Uh, First th- round. First <laughs> round quality. He's going to be fine eventually. But they need... A bit like Dak at the Cowboys. Dak was mm, average until they started putting pieces around him. You know, they've always had Zeke, as Daniel Jones will have Saquon. But he, the best receiver that Dak started with was Des Bryant, who was on a massive downturn. Well, he, he never... He never connected with Des Bryant, you know. No. No. I will not I have you disrespect the good name of Cole Beasley on this podcast. Look, I like Cole Beasley, but he's not a difference maker of a player, is he? He's a difference maker in music. <laughs> <laughs> not, not necessarily in a good way, though. His Just rap album changed my life. <laughs> so uh, the Vikings really put the hammer down against the Falcons on Sunday, ultimately winning 28-12. to 12. Uh, But really, it was never close. Um... Mike Zimmer got the victory of his wet dreams as a cousin continually handed off to Darwin Cook and attempted just 10 passes. Uh, and the Falcons just didn't really turn up until the end. Um, 80% success rate, though, for Cousins. Yeah. So oh, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> um, how good is Darwin Cook? He's a difference maker, isn't he? He's going to be a top three running back if he stays fit this year he's That's now a year question. on from the ACL tell. last year was difficult because he was trying to get back up to speed and I think there was some some tendency to not overuse him uh, because of not wanting to put more wear and tear on that but I mean this was clearly balanced in favour of the run uh, far too heavily in fact but once they were ahead they didn't need to throw the ball and if you only have to get Kirk Cousins to manage a game then he will do that for you with some, some competency. A bit like Alex Smith would do that with you for some competency. It's, it's when he's asked to, to perform miracles, he, he's not able to do that. So this was probably the right way to go in this game. Uh, just I, imagine being called the new Alex Smith. I'd love to be called the new Alex Smith. He's just sitting around with his leg up at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> There's been about five guys in Washington uh, since then who would love to be the new Alex Smith. Yeah, I suspect so. Um, the, the Falcons really were, were the story here, despite 
Dalvin Cook being excellent and the Vikings as a whole being fantastic as a unit. The Falcons, as I've written, did not turn up. It was just a no-show from a team that I really expected more from. The 12 points that they got were both in the garbage last... time. Yeah, garbage, garbage time, time. Both in the last quarter of the yeah, game. It was, uh, it was poor. It was uh, terrible. They the were... cornerback locked down Julio Jones and just kept him out of the game. I'm not sure so much if it's the Falcons' offense, which, yeah, it didn't click. It didn't work. That Vikings' defense was back to what it was two years ago in 2017 when it was amazing. Last year, it went off the boil. Yeah. Two years ago, it was amazing. And now it looks amazing again. And they've coupled that with some significant improvements on the offensive line. Still not brilliant, but some of the holes that Dalvin Cook had to run through weren't there last no, year. No, they were not, no. Um, and it's making him look better as well. You know, 21 carries, 111 yards. They also had Alexander Matheson, who was a, a rookie uh, running back, came in nine carries for 49 yards. Now they can balance the workload between two decent running backs and that offensive line can carry on developing because it's going to take a bit of time then this is going to be an old-fashioned football team when everyone else is kind of putting all the plaudits on the offense this is more kind of you know we're going to smack you in the mouth and we're going to win that way it, it did help when three minutes into the game the uh, viking special team blocked the first atlanta punt and gave cousins and dalvin cook the ball on the atlanta 21 and said go ahead and score so that we're 7-0 up straight away. That's just it, isn't it? Good defence wins you better, and this is partly special teams as well, it wins you better field position. It means your offence doesn't have to do as much. I think Kirk Cousins is better than Alex Smith, realistically. Yeah. Um, you know, but like you say, if he's only been asked to throw 10 times, that's that's not a lot of room to make a mistake. No, uh and, and and they didn't they didn't really need to do anything. The uh, the second Falcons uh, possession, three plays interception, uh, followed by Vikings oh. touchdown. So uh, fourteen I think the points next from one two. Was, wasn't that a fumble as well? Uh, yeah, there was a fumble in there quite early. early. Quite early. So, but the Atlanta rush, rushing game wasn't good either. Like they only had. I big hopes yards. for Freeman this year. But yeah, I had massive hopes. But you know, eight carries, nineteen yards. But they asked Matt Ryan to throw forty six times. I was like, this is a good defense. They've got good you know, defensive backs. You can't yeah. throw that many times and expect the, not the biggest to be mistake off. the Falcons have made letting Tevin Coleman go. Yeah, possibly. Because Ito Smith is not Tevin Coleman or Devonta Freeman. And Devonta Freeman, despite my best hopes, clearly isn't back to being himself yet. No. And, and you have to, this comes down to wages and salary caps, right? They, ha- they can't pay two running backs. Yes, I, yeah. I understand. Like they paid Devonta Freeman a couple this, of years back. But two years ago, this was one of the best, if not the best, one-two backfield in the NFL. Yeah. And now it's not in the top... Two, three years ago, this 15? was one of the best defences in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. And then it went downhill, and 49ers are going to reap the benefits of that. It, this, is, this feels a bit like one of those week one reactions where really we shouldn't be yeah. unduly concerned. You're right. But I did want to see more out of Atlanta, a team that is in one of the hardest divisions in football. If they'd have lost by a score or on a field goal or, or something like that, I wouldn't be at all concerned. Yeah, but to be were, completely outplayed. They completely, like, the Vikings managed this game brilliantly. They got an early score and they just ran the clock up and then ran the clock down. You'd think that, um, what's his name, the coach of the Falcons, Dan Quinn, uh, he, not on borrowed time yet, but they have been bad since then. I don't think he is on borrowed time. So yeah. he, he's taken over. You the reckon? De- yeah, he's taken over the defensive play calling duties. And like, if if they if they reach the midpoint of the season and they are below five hundred, they only got one sack against Kirk Cousins. Like, 
they've improved the defensive line. They've drafted a lot of players along that defensive line over the last couple of years. Tack McKinley's come in. Vic Beasley has come in. They've got Grady Jarrett. They've just given a big contract to. Um, but they're still not kind of getting that penetration. It's fair. If Cousins isn't going to throw the ball, you ain't going to sack him. Um, well, but then no, if you can't but, stop the run either. If you can't stop the run. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just really horrible. It was... The, it, was the, it was insipid, is what it was. It was, yeah. It was, but it's more insipid than the last year's uh, offense, which got a guy fired. So, you know, I, I know it's not. You don't want to make a rush to rush, thirty-one rush. yards for Julio Julio Jones. That must be the lowest he's had in uh, a long time. Because last year, even when he wasn't scoring, he was getting like eighty or ninety minimum a yeah, week. But it's still six receptions for thirty-one yards. Like. The yards per catch is terrible. The total yards are terrible. Yes, he got a touchdown, which you know, makes it makes it look a bit better. But that's that's not what we expect from Julio Jones. That's not what we expect from the Falcons' offensive game plan. No, uh, Calvin Ridley wasn't much better as well. But Calvin Ridley's not there to get massive amounts of yards, is he? That's not his no. job. No, no, but yeah. You know, last year. Uh, Kirk Cousins fumbled the ball nine times and lost seven of them. He, he fumbled twice in this game alone and he wasn't really being asked to do anything. I think he has a bit of an issue with that. I mean, I'm, I'm just never impressed by Kirk Cousins, ever. I know everybody else feels he's better than I'm, Alex Smith. I wouldn't choose him over Alex Smith. I would at the moment. I would. I might at the moment. I'll grant you that. He's, but he's unremarkable. He's not. Yes, oh, that is a great word. That's a great description. He is unremarkable. I just, I just do not get it. I don't, I don't see why he's. I mean, he's he's paid the way he's paid because of scarcity at the position, not because he was the best person. You know, he was just the best person available, not the best person. And so, I'm not sure that we should be. Clearly, Minnesota don't fancy putting everything in his hands. Is what I'm getting at. They need the run to be any good. And on days when they come up against teams that can stop the run, I'm not sure the Vikings are going to be all that. The uh, fact-checking Gary has just uh, re- reminded us that uh, Julio scored 28 yards against uh, the Panthers last year. Yeah. That's but a beautiful stat from the, Thank uh, you, Gary. Thank you from the, the silent mind in the corner there. <laughs> he's, uh, he's contributing despite his near-death experience. Stato. Stato. Stato in the corner. Yeah, I'll skip my dressing gown. Mm. He, he might as well be in his dressing gown at the moment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, now, now he's in a 49ers... Uh, uh, 49ers blanket blanket so yeah definitely a dressing gown rather than that um, but yeah I've got Freeman in my fantasy team how'd that go I've for got you? Freeman in quite in a couple of my fantasy teams <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a rude comment from the back of the room there uh, I'm a little worried I, yeah. I, I still think he's going to come good at some point, but I, I really thought he'd be good. I thought he'd hit the ground running, so to speak, and he didn't. When Matt so, Ryan scores more rushing yards than him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's um, not ideal. So the Eagles, let's move on. They survived um, a spirited fight by the much maligned skins to secure a close fault victory, 32-27. to 27. Did they underperform, or are the Redskins better than we thought? It just seemed like the Redskins got to half-time and thought, that'll do. I'm going to say they <laughs> underperformed because they... The Eagles or the Redskins? Eagles. Um, because first half, um, Keenum isn't a great quarterback, but if, if you give him time, 
he can do what he did in the first half of the game and what he did for the Vikings a couple of years ago. There was just no pressure and he was just allowed to throw the ball to... Uh, and in the second half, that changed. And uh, the Eagles got back into it. It was just... Uh, it was like uh, they didn't realise the season had started until uh, about... I don't have the breakdown in front of me, but he went 30 for 44 for 380 yards and three touchdowns. How many of those yards were in the first half? Because it did seem like the Redskins dominated the first half uh, and then just got outplayed in the second half. I think it's got the, I think it's a badly managed game in the second half. Like they, they didn't even dress Adrian Peterson. Yeah, and what were they missing in the second half? Someone to Someone waste to time rush. with the run. Yeah, they had 13, in total, they had 13 um, carries across the two running backs, Darius Geis and Chris Thompson, for 28 yards. Darius Geis was one of the biggest disappointments of week one. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. And now he's carrying another knee injury in the other knee, and so they might need Adrian Peterson after all, and you've probably hacked him off by not by making him a healthy scratch for the first time in rear. There is a, uh, a running back that's holding out for a contract they could go after. <laughs> But Peterson was excellent last year. Yeah, he was. But I mean, if they managed to piss did him you, off and he doesn't want to play, he needs the money. Did you hear the? Uh, <laughs> did, did you hear the Jay Gruden press conference when he was asked like, why you yeah. didn't suit up Adrian Peterson? He said we cannot run the ball out of the eye formation fifty times a game, so we didn't need him. Yeah, but maybe run it, you know, ten or twenty in the second half. He's one of the best players on your team. <laughs> Make sure he's available to you at least, because Darius guys didn't play because he was knackered for a year. Uh, it was poorly managed. If, the, if Peterson yeah. had been there, you'd think they would have been able to eat a lot more clock. Definitely. Um, speaking of old players... Clock. Well. Eat a lot more clock. How immature of you. <laughs> Paul Farrow. I, I heard what I heard. Um, speaking of old players, Vernon Davis's touchdown. Wow. That was, that was pretty Leaping special. At, how old is he? 30, 35? He's 35. I could Leaping over like a player, then running to the end zone. Yeah, he's still got it. Any yeah, fourth, you have any fourth. Although I will say, has a soft spot. Oh yeah, it was some shonky defense. <laughs> it was <laughs> really pretty was. poor tackling. I that's mean, that summed up the Eagles' defense's first half. To yeah. be fair. Also, who who is Terry McLaurin? He, he he's quick, ain't he? is <laughs> a wide receiver, and he was known as Scary Terry. Terry in uh, in the college game. Scary Terry, because he's pretty quick, as uh, was demonstrated on Sunday. It's very rare that we come across a player that I know nothing about. I've never heard of this guy. I don't. I just. I've paid so little attention to the Redskins. I mean, to be fair, if I'd have asked you to name two Redskins wide receivers before the start of that game, you'd have struggled. I'd have said Paul Richardson and Jeremy Sprinkle. Doxon? Is he still there? No. No, he's, no, no, he's at the Vikings. He's the Vikings. Crowder's gone, isn't Crowder's Crowder. not there. Crowder. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. The only two I could name were Paul Richardson and Jeremy Sprinkle. I've never, ever heard of Scary Terry. Yeah, he came but out, I have he came out of Ohio State. So, yeah, yeah, decent program. Decent school. Clearly, they needed someone to throw the ball to, and he was dead quick. Uh, Josh Norman played very well in this game, which is nice because he was not good last year. Uh, He's kind of gone off the boil a little bit. It doesn't help when the defence as a whole is not as good as the one you played in at the Panthers, and everything's on your shoulders. Yeah, it wasn't. He's got um, Landon Collins added to that defence this year, which will help. Yes, he lost Jonathan Allen on the defensive tackles to a knee injury. I think it might be an MCL sprain, so he might be out for a couple of weeks. That's a good defence otherwise, but now it could be in trouble. Um, What happened to uh, Ha Clinton Dix? He's in Chicago. Was he there? He he moved on, yeah. He's long gone. Um, I think... I think the Redskins might not be as bad as we thought they were going to be. 
I still don't think they're very good. No, I, I still think you're looking at a maximum of six wins. But yeah, at least they were competitive. They're not pulling a, a Dolphins, for instance. They no. were competitive. Yeah, and they've got... I mean, you think about they've got the call about Dwayne Haskins to come in yeah. and develop. They've got a decent offensive line. Okay, Trent Williams is still holding out. I don't think they've got be a bit of then. a rough run to start the season. Yeah, and they've got the makings of a decent defense. They're, they're certainly not Miami. I think six to seven wins is good. Speaking of the Eagles, though, Deshaun Jackson is oh, back. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you let a man that quick go? That but was incredible. This is week one, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And by oh, the middle really? of the season, but he'll be knackered. But let's my see where word. week 10 Deshaun Jackson is. Yeah, but the point is, as soon as they started covering it, Alshon Jeffrey was suddenly all alone and could receive the ball. He was he was outstanding in this game. And uh, it took me back like five years for watching him when the last time he was there. It was great. I loved watching those points rack up on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. But Foolish. With that, Carson Wentz looked a lot better than he has, well, since before. He looked as good as what he was since, uh, the first year when he first, first started yeah. without the injuries. Yeah. yeah, I mean. I have to remember when they won the Super Bowl year. He was in the have, race. If he wouldn't have. If he wouldn't have had the knee knack. He was MVP. Yeah, he would have been though, MVP. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I really hope he is back to being that good, but it's the durability. It's the durability that's the issue. If he plays 12 games this season, the Eagles are a favourite for the Super Bowl. If he plays less than that, there isn't anyone behind him anymore. So, you know, this, this, this is an issue for the Eagles moving forward. I, mean, I think it'd be fine. I'm, I'm going to say he will win more games than Nick Foles, though. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to get on to that. <laughs> I suspect you might be right. Um, so, it's, uh, it's some, uh, a nice refresh here, comforting <laughs> to bring it back. In, uh, it's fourth and inches uh, for some Cleveland frowns here because uh, an embarrassing 13-43 to 43 home defeat to the Tetons. Did you say 33 or 43? 13 to 43. Paul, take it away. What do you think? So, Odell Beckham, great. Jarvis Landry, great. Baker Mayfield, one of the best rookie quarterbacks going, right? You've got Sheldon Richardson, bit of an arsehole, but great on defense, <laughs> right? Yeah. Miles Garrett, brilliant. Yeah. You've got all these great players. Olivier Vernon, great player to bring into the defense. Uh-huh. Probably need an O-line, don't you? It would, it would, <laughs> it would be useful. Yeah. That would help. Your best, you, you traded your best O-lineman in the off-season. Kevin Zeitler must be phenomenal. <laughs> the difference... <laughs> the difference uh, it just... Well, he is a, a, a really, really good player at his position. Now the best player they've got is Greg Robinson, and he was ejected for two-footing a man in the face yeah. while being pushed over. That was pretty acrobatic. I was quite impressed with that. <laughs> I mean, it takes an athlete It looked like one of your that. football tackles. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, what a stupid move. How many yards did they concede in penalties? 183? Yeah, 183. 18, 18 penalties. One eight penalties was the most they've ever they've conceded since 1951. But it did just seem to be at one point. Oh, Sheldon Richardson again. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's often him. I couldn't help but feel to myself, this was one of the worst coached performances I have seen. They made zero adjustments as the game went on. Oh, they, no, 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 they... Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if maybe Kitchens went, hey, just, uh, just throw it to the guy in white. Because uh, <laughs> that's what all Baker did in the end. Yeah, they weren't terrible, like... After the third quarter, the, the score was 21-13 to the Titans. Like that's, that's a game. It was only in the fourth quarter where Baker it Mayfield just, 
just tried to yeah. tried to force it, and it just went to shit, quite frankly. And like they didn't, you know, like you say, they didn't make any adjustments. They stopped running the ball. Like you know, Nick Chubb was having a decent game, and they were trying to score points quickly. Once he made one mistake, it got compounded by the second, which got compounded by the third, and suddenly you're forty three thirteen down. <laughs> so I don't think it was terrible. The scoreline doesn't make it look good. But you know, most of the game they were in it. Do you not think it'd be good for the Browns though, to come back down to earth a little bit? Yeah, I don't. I, I think, it, think it'd yeah, be pretty it, decent. I, think right. the, I don't think it's the worst thing to uh, have a humbling loss. There's two things I like about this. Mm. Firstly, believe Land is dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't like it anyway. No, I think that's they wanted Madden 20 Believe Land edition. Oh God, Christ! Well, I'm glad that's dead. Yeah, and, and secondly. The Titans' defense. I didn't realize how good that is. The second yeah, reason is amazing. I did tell you this in the decent. preseason rundowns. I said this is one of the top three secondaries in the league. And they were amazing. They're such a good... They've built this team in the right way. They've <coughs> built the defense. They've stuck with the quarterback despite the problems. And we'll come to him. He, he did okay. 248 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. He's, that's, that's the best I've seen him play for a long time. It's the best yeah. he's played since his rookie year, I believe. Mm. Um, and it may well have been the fact that they traded for Tannehill and really put him under pressure. Imagine, all right, Ryan Tannehill, not great, but he's better than Matt Castle, who was the pressure on Mariota yeah. for the last Blaine two Gabbert years. Blaine Gabbert there two years Blaine ago Gabbert well. was there as well. You know, like, they've actually done something to push him forward. Let's see if he can do it over a season. I'm not sure. I can't see Gary's face. I'm going to assume he's shaking his head. Oh, he is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got to be better than Gardner Minshew the second. Oh, I don't know. Gardner oh, Minshew no, the second. Stop being in love with his moustache, John. The moustache was sexy. Let's, I mean, let's no, get to that. Right. Derek Henry as well, though. So, talking about the team being built in the right way. Derek Henry is now not just this massive run man. He's... The, the catches, he had uh, yeah, one reception well, for a 75-yard yeah. touchdown run. It was incredible. He's a, he's a proper yeah. three-down back now. They basically made Dion Lewis redundant in this team. Effectively, yeah. Effectively, I mean, let's yeah. not forget he also had 84 yards on the ground, an average of 4.4 yards per carry and another touchdown. When you've got a weapon like that and you can lean on him, he's going to get you out of trouble. I thought Mariota was brilliant, quite frankly. A uh, massive 28 points on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of good bench play this week. AJ Brown. The debut of AJ Brown. Uh, yep. Three receptions and 100 yards off those four targets. That's, that's as good as a debut can be for a wide receiver, I was right? Go, I mean, I was going to mention this when we get a, later on when we look at some of the rookies, but like this was, a, this was a, a, a draft class where a lot of the wide receivers were very unheralded. Like, no one, there wasn't an Odell Beckham, there wasn't mm. kind of a, a top, top wide receiver. There was no Will Fuller the fifth. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is the second wide receiver now who we mentioned, Marquise Brown, now AJ Brown. There's others as well who had really good games, right? Really um, like got over 100 yards. You know, I think that receiver is better than it looks. Actually, no, sorry, meant to mention Terry McLaurin as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> scary yeah, Terry. Scary Don't forget Terry. scary Terry. Uh, before we move on, uh, though. Just one other thing with the Titans, and also because I genuinely feel this is one of the reasons I lost the fantasy against you. Go on. Go on, man. Delaney Walker. It was amazing. Delaney oh, Walker coming back. That. He's just... Yep. He's just ageless. Yeah. Five receptions, 55 yards, two touchdowns on six targets. Man mountain. <laughs> it was just incredible. Another former 49ers tight end. Yeah, he, he, was, he was excellent. And Mariota always plays better. Don't forget, it was game one last year when he, when he broke himself. Yeah. And uh, the, the Titans are a much poorer team without him. They are sneaky good. There's no Andrew Luck ahead of them. There's now no Nick Foles ahead of them. 
And they have got another quarterback in that division who looked pretty good the other night. Yeah, last yeah. night. We're, we're, and we're definitely getting to that. But uh, but I've, this, yeah, this I team, agree. It, this it, team could be in, certainly in the playoff shout, which I didn't think they would be this year. Normally, I pick them and say they're going to be up there. And this year, I didn't think so much. But maybe it's all coming together, and this might be the right way to build a franchise because actually, it's fairly impressive. You uh, you you wanted to get to the to mention about the Texans. We will get to them as well. Um, but before we do that, I see uh, I see on on the little rundown because it's not scripted. Uh, John skipped over that little bit, but he also missed the uh, the conversation about one of the Monday night games. He did. I thought he missed yeah, that as well. He did. Never mind. It's because I didn't explain it very well. It's my fault. I apologise. So Oakland and Denver played on oh. Monday night. Okay, uh, we, we'll get around to the other one in a bit, but. Uh, I've got a question to ask you for Oakland-Denver. Go on. Is this a case of Oakland are getting better or are Denver just dross? Well, I okay, before I answer that, how many people thought Oakland were going to win? Oh! Uh, one, <laughs> one hand has gone off. One hand over there. One, one hand, silent hand. One silent hand, Gary. I, I think I'll give him that fair enough. If you, if you look at my piece of paper from last week, I did circle the Raiders and then I changed my mind. I didn't think they were going to win. I thought that there'd be too much pressure on the quarterback. How many quarterback hits and sacks were there last night by the Broncos? None. 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 This team cannot win if they cannot play on defence. And if you cannot get to Derek Carr, who has Colton Miller as his left tackle... Let's face it, like, you know... That is poor. Trent Brown on the right tackle, best, yeah. best played tackle in football now. Played very well. Colton Miller on the left tackle played very well. If they're stopping Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, widely regarded as the best pass yeah. rushing duo in, in the league, that bodes well for Miller. Oakland. So, to answer your question, Mr. Fourfin Inches... I think this is Oakland getting better and the Broncos not taking any steps forward. They're a team that has to rely on the defence to put Flacco in good enough positions to win games. He isn't going to win games. I, I, I texted Jim this morning and said Flacco was awful and he said, well, he wasn't awful. The numbers are okay. They're okay, but when the pocket starts to collapse and he hasn't got time, he moves slower than Eli Manning. He can't move. He goes nowhere. And, yeah. and teams will, will figure that out. And this is going to prove to be another John Elway poor quarterback acquisition. I wouldn't put it all on the quarterback. Yeah, you're right. He wasn't brilliant, but there were a lot of drops in that in that game as well. There were, I think, there were twenty. Well, there were ten points down at one point. Yep. Um, and I can't remember the player dropped a ball that, if he'd have caught it, it was an easy catch as well. It would have gone for a touchdown. You know, there were, and, and there were other times where players were just they weren't open. It was Deshaun Hamilton. I've just seen his name there. Deshaun Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was. I think it was almost pretty much in the end zone. And it was an easy catch, and he should have caught it. If his receivers aren't helping him out by catching easy catches, there's no chance they're going to catch the, the hard ones. No, I mean, you know Flacco is going to deliver the ball down the field. He was still doing that last year at the Ravens. It's the, it's the intermediate touch passes that he cannot do. He just isn't accurate enough for that. So if his receivers are going to let him down on the odd distance ball, there is going to be big trouble. I, I had the Broncos being on the cusp of making the playoffs as a wild card. They're going to have to play twice as well every week to do that because I don't think this Oakland team are great. No, but they played really well. They did play. Derek Carr was excellent. 22 from 26. Yeah, he was excellent. And, and maybe Antonio Brown should be looking thinking, oh, perhaps he's not an awful quarterback after all. Brown's with Brady now, though. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. all right. But, but the, the point being, actually, 
I think this gave Oakland a shot in the arm to say, look, even players that have been on our team don't think we're any good, and that's unfair. We can go out and actually do something. They're a much better team than last year, and Josh Jacobs, fantastic. Marshawn who? He was brilliant. Lynch. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> he was all right. Oh, come on. This was a really good 23 debut. carries, 85 yards, 3.7 yards per carry. Not this was a re- for a, for a debut for a team that isn't supposed to be that hey, good, good. Had, and doesn't have a great O line, just yeah. has an average O line. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was really good, impressed. The fact stopping put, Miller and Chubb, who's actually a decent. They one. put that much work through a rookie running back. Yeah, but they're always going yeah, but to. When your other option is Jalen Rashard, I like Jalen Rashard. He's a good pass catching back. Uh, no, he's a no, he's a, very little. He's else. a pass you, catching you forgot back. DeAndre yes. Washington. He is. Yeah, most people have. Most people, I was going to say, is it DeAndre Washington, the other one? How did Royce Freeman do? <laughs> I wasn't on Royce Watch. I completely forgot he, about it. Uh, he got some points. T- 10 carries for 56 yards, actually beating out Philip Lindsay, who had 11 carries for 43 yards. So this is the man Michael said would be 1,000-yard rusher, Royce <laughs> Freeman. Future Hall of Famer, Royce <laughs> Auto Freeman. Pick Royce Freeman. You leave Royce alone. He's going to have a great season. Don't you worry about he it. I will say he to has... To be fair, Royce Freeman got more yards than Ezekiel Elliott. He is outscoring my. <laughs> he is outscoring my number two pick, uh, Devontae Freeman. So yeah, well that, that's fair. Uh, we know that Drew Locke is not going to be ready to play this season. He's on IR. Yep. We know that Flacco is not the answer, and at some point they will need to do something else. What are the Broncos going to do? Rely on the defense. Lose. Suck. <laughs> Genuinely, I I don't I don't understand why Elway is permanently in charge of these decisions. Somebody needs to take him aside and say, I'll pick. Let's go and get a guy out of the stands. There isn't every, anyone. That's the problem in Denver at the moment. The ownership's in disarray. Yeah, it's, it's a catastrophe. So there's, there's literally no one to hold him to account and fire him. I have absolute faith in Vic Fangio making this defence really, really good. I think it was a blip. Yeah, I, I, I want to I see this defence come back and be what one. they should it, be. Yeah, absolutely. But I do not have faith in Vic Fangio making the quarterback any good. No. And so somebody else has to be doing that, and they're not. Drew Locke's a bust before he started. No. He's going to be awful. No. At best, he's going to be Joe Flacco without the Super Bowl win. And Joe Flacco without the Super Bowl win is awful. Is he not? He was at one point the highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah, that was after so? the Super Bowl win. Matt Stafford was the highest paid quarterback in the league. So was Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, hey. No. You, you can't have that. All right. He's not got his membership to the elite club. I'll give you that. He's, he's not going to be a Hall of Famer, is he? Joe Flacco. You no, don't automatically no, qualify for the Hall of Fame by winning the Super Bowl. No, I can't see him being in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. So he's not worth the paper. He is no Eli Manning. <laughs> he is, he, surely Eli's not can't going in the Hall of Fame. without Eli. Of course yeah. he is. <laughs> they should just nail the door shut when he turns up. <laughs> no. What a terrible player. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 like, it's like schools in the UK. It's easier if you've got siblings in. <laughs> it's okay, my brother's in. <laughs> I'd have rather had the other Manning brother play at quarterback, the one that no one knows. Cooper? Cooper. Cooper. I'd That's rather it. have had Cooper Manning in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's now the quick fire roundup. So, uh, Griff, take us, uh, start us off. Right, the uh, the Jags lose twenty six to forty at home against the Chiefs, and more importantly for the season, uh, they may have lost Nick Foles. We haven't had a time frame yet, but he's broken his clavicle. Uh, Tony Romo, fact checking Gary, has just uh, 
week can come back in week ten. Week ten. I was going to say Tony Romo was out for nine weeks when if he did fit. his. So yeah, if this he's is fit. Se- this is the second time Nick Foles had that injury. By the way, it's a very Nick Foles thing to do, isn't it? it, it was, did you see the pass that he did it on? It was a beautiful arcing touchdown. It was a touchdown pass. pass to DJ crunched Shark. into the floor and broken. DJ Shark, awesome. He looks amazing, and he DJ came out dropped his second year now. I assumed someone was going to do that. It's his second season. He looked brilliant. I liked him when he was coming out of the draft. Gardner means you the second. Random name generator is operational. It's a good stat line, isn't it? 22 from 25, 275 yards, touchdown and interception. Most completed passes to start a career as a Jags quarterback since... The first one. Garrard. David Garrard. Absolutely. Six, very uh, impressive. I play a lot of Sporkle. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Uh, sixth round draft pick. There's another quarterback that went from the sixth round. It was pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of Brady. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that moustache is ever going to last the test of time. Um, God, they've they've traded does. for Joshua Dobbs from the Steelers to be the backup, I assume, to Minshew. And uh, we'll see what the Jags can do without. Um, for the Chiefs, LeSean McCoy had a fairly good. Return to the under the wing of Andy Reid. He looked like LeSean McCoy when he was running as well. Which is what they need. And he out, outplayed Damian Williams, which is not great for fantasy owners. And uh, Tyreek Hill, out for a few weeks with a shoulder slash chest injury, is what they said. It's all been a bit mysterious, it's, isn't it? Like it he has apparently has rushed to hospital for checks or, or something, but she's, she's he's strangling be arm. Back in <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be back in a. They said two to three weeks. Yeah. And in, until he's back, Sammy Watkins is going to do all the work. Three touchdowns, loads of yards. 198. Best game he's had in, well, that forever. Is, that's the, that's the, uh, the Sammy Watkins the Buffalo Bills drafted with number three pick yeah, a few years back. Yeah, but I bet they wish they'd kept him now. So, on to the next game. The Lions could try to throw away a 17-point second-half lead over the Cardinals and force everyone to endure overtime in a poor <laughs> game, which ended in a 27-27 tie. Um, I've got a great stat here. This is my favourite stat from the weekend. Matthew Stafford had more rushing yards in this game than Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray put together. Wow. (laughs) That is is a fantastic stat. Uh, 22 yards. Kyler Murray had four passes batted down at the line of scrimmage. Last year's leader in this stat was Kirk Cousins, who had 13 for the season. He looks so small. He is looks, so small. I know he, he is small. small, but he looked tiny. He looked like my six-year-old son playing football that, out, out there. It, 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 do you know what, though? Credit where it's due, the last 10 minutes of this game, when they really needed it, Kyler Murray produced some really good passes. Yeah, there's two Kyler Murray, isn't there? There's the one in quarters, one, two, and three, who was... Terrible, pretty bad, and then there's the the, the Kyler Murray in quarter four somehow managed to bring it back. Fifty-four passing attempts. Yeah, I, at least they got some use out of David Johnson. Yep, you know yeah. he, he played well. Um, what do we think about Matt Patricia's job prospects? Because they should have sewn this game up. The Lions stink. The defense was good up until that fourth quarter, and. That's about as far as I can go. I think Matt Patricia could be the first one gone this season. Don't forget, he replaced Jim Caldwell, who went 9-7 and seven in his last season. And since, what did they win last year? Six games? Five games? Yeah, it's not... It's, it's poor. They've it's gone backwards as a franchise. Like the Cardinals, I think, are going to be bottom of the NFC West. I think they're going to be, you know, top 10 draft pick. And that's not a big, yeah, I mean, it's not a good offensive line still. And that's fine. They're a developing team. We know that. 
but that that's even worse for the Lions because they've gone into into Arizona and they've not got a result against a bad team. Wait, wait, no, don't start yet. TJ Hawkinson. Oh, oh yeah, I left that off the thing. I completely forgot that. Yes, TJ Hawkinson. Thirty-one Hopkins. yards. Is that touchdowns. the best debut by a tight end ever? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, brilliant. Incredible. Why did New England not take him? <laughs> I mean, that's what we need. Obviously, is another really good player. Yeah, he he was amazing, and it's a shame that his debut was wasted on a team like the Lions. Indeed. So another team throwing away a big lead were the Jets, losing a home divisional matchup, sixteen seventeen against the Bills. Yeah, well, this uh, the first thing to notice here is the uh, the kicker for the Jets missed his field goal attempt and uh, has now been cut and replaced by Sam Ficken, who's played the last couple of seasons on and off for the Chargers. I think. Oh no, sorry, Hackers. the Rams. Yeah, he's made. He's, he was in. He was beaten out by Mason Crosby, to, who kept the Packers' job in the off season. Now he's been signed off the streets to replace Vedic, who a few weeks ago was worth a fifth round draft choice and is now out of the league after bouncing across two teams. It's pressure clearly got to him. Um, Singletree, I thought he looked really good, Devin Singletree, yep. and you can see why they didn't need LeSean McCoy because Frank Gore was having spells and Singletree did the rest of the work. Future Hall of Framer, Frank Gore. Well, Absolutely. His uh, stats aren't great, but yeah, Singletree, no. um, 70 yards of four carries. That offensive line's got better. I felt like, I, you know, I thought that the New York pass rush would have been better than it was. You know, Quinn and Williams, a lot of hype yeah. about him. He was kept pretty quiet throughout the game. The, uh, the Buffalo comeback did time with a lot of uh, Jets injuries on the defence. So Mosley. Yeah, CJ Mosley went out and he was having a great game, wasn't he? he? Added, it uh, did. Yeah, there was a couple of guys who went off. Suddenly the Buffalo could move the ball. But Adam Gase, right, is, is a poor, poor coaching appointment. He cannot win in the AFC East. And they had four turnovers off Josh Allen in this game. And they just didn't capitalise. Yeah, overall. It was very the, poor. Yeah, you know, Greg Williams, defensive coordinator. Yeah. Turned a, what was a mediocre defence into a decent defence. Because he's a good coordinator. Yeah. Um, but the offence stagnant. didn't click. You know, Le'Veon Bell's his first game back in... 18 months. A long yeah. time. Um, 60 yards, 17 carries, three and a half yards per carry. That's not what you expect from, no. from Le'Veon Bell. The touchdown was good. Yeah, the touchdown yeah. was Great good. Catch. You know, Great catch. But Sam Darnold just... Didn't look like he was ready to stretch the I field. I don't think he's got the receivers there at all. Jameson Crowder played well. Crowder had a lot of receptions for not quite 100 yards. Was it yeah, most receptions for not 100 yards? 14? 14, 14 yeah. receptions for 99 yards. So it's not be too hard on him. But after that, Le'Veon Bell was next on, with six receptions. Yeah, yeah. That's not 100 yards though. No, it's no, not. It's not. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen looks brilliant when he can unleash the ball down the field. And in John Brown, he's got a proper weapon to throw to. I mean, that, that was a fantastic... Uh, Acquisition, and, and I said in the offseason that he would be exactly what was needed. Perfect for them, yeah. It, brilliant. However, the accuracy issues remain and the turnover issues remain. And it, to me, it didn't look like either of these quarterbacks is in any different position than they were last season. No. Whereas Lamar Jackson seems to have taken a step forward, even if it was magnified by playing the Dolphins. Yeah, well, uh, let's, let's, let's you know, the Bills had the second best defence last year overall. I it was would, just kept so quiet because they were terrible on offence. I'd take Josh Allen over Darnold. Yes, oh. as would I. I said that oh, when they I were drafted. Still no. Uh, I'm still not sold on Darnold at all. Move, let's move on. Right. Uh, in yet more overtime news, the Chargers tried to lose a game they should have won comfortably before grabbing a 30-24 to victory uh, off of Jacoby Brissett and the Colts. Uh, wow, the Colts 
they had problems with their kicker. Vinatieri missed two yeah. field goals and a point after, and was on the sideline heavily massaging his leg. He was he was okay last year, enough that he deserved to still be on the team. But he said after the game, "If you were my GM, you would cut me." Now he won't get cut. He's not he get will cut. not get cut, and the chances are he'll probably still be good enough for the rest of the season. But it shows you that just with Brady and Rivers and Breeze and all the other aging quarterbacks, at some point it comes after everybody. And Vinatieri has been lights out through his career, and this—it's it, uh, 17 years since he had a game this bad. Yeah, 46 years old. Yeah, also, I, he's got the records now. So, what, what's the motivation? I think the motivation is he still wants to win. But what he doesn't want to do is be responsible for just, them losing, and that is what he was. Maybe he hates his family. <laughs> uh, other than that, Jacoby Brissett did fine. Solid. Yeah, you can't complain. I mean, if he's going to play like that every week, this team will win a lot of games. It helps when you've got a running back who's going to take 25 carries, 174 yards. Bell Marlon, player, Marlon Mack. was brilliant. He's, that's the amount of carries that Saquon Barkley should be having. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Can I just also point out uh, Eckler? Yep. That's where I was going, yeah. Great touchdown. Uh, but the the Eagles uh, tackling on Vernon Davis was ropey. This <laughs> yes. was, was awful. awful. Diabolical. It, it was, was bad. Yeah, really. From from a team that their defence last year, it's, it's, it's a basic defence, but they're really good at it. And they, it, that was just awful. It was particularly bad. And he didn't rack up masses of yards in the running game, but he turned up at the right time. And he's basically made Melvin Gordon redundant between him and Justin Jackson. I don't think they need Melvin Gordon back. I don't think they do either. We, we discussed this. Melvin Gordon isn't a top five running back. There's no need to pay him top five running back money. Right, next up, one of the most competitive matchups of the weekend saw the Bengals lose only 21-20 against the Seahawks. Um, and Andy Dolson had, I think I'm right in saying it, it was a career day, wasn't it? Well, he led the league in passing yards, which yeah, I believe four, was the first time he'd done that. 418 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's a really good day from Andy Dalton against a really good defence. Yeah, I mean, it's not the Legion of Boom defence, but it's a good defence. And it's in Seattle as well. That's not the Andy Dalton we're used to seeing. That's playoff. Well, not playoff because he's never good enough. But when the Bengals were getting into playoffs type Did Andy someone, Dalton. Uh, the Legion of Whom? Some, no, someone referred to John Ross as the Legion of Zoom. <laughs> oh, really? Well, well he, he racked up masses of yards. 158 yards. and Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. And he, he had seven receptions. I think he might have had like seven receptions in the two years previous to, to this. Yeah, he's always been injured, hasn't he? And like we've, like we've kind of slated the Bengals a little bit for hiring Zach Taylor. But out of the new coaching hires, this is the one that impressed me the most. I completely agree. I, and, you know, fair play. He's got the best out of, you know... A, well, now looks like a decent player. But LaFleur won. Yeah, we'll we get to him in a minute. It doesn't yeah. matter that he won. He didn't win pretty. Where Zach Taylor has changed what this team looks like it can do. They were, week one. They, were, they were playing the Seahawks, though. They yeah. weren't playing the Dolphins. They, were, they weren't playing the Giants. They were playing a, a very good team. It is and a good team, yeah. You know, I, I don't think they could have done any more. DK Metcalf's debut is another wide receiver from this draft. Yeah. Really good. good. Really yeah. good. Yeah, where did Tyler Lockett go? Yeah, I don't know, but... Like, seriously, because I had him play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was expecting big things, but DK Metcalf came and apparently, like, the reports he wasn't going to be fit. Mm. He was fit. 
he not only had four receptions and 89 yards, he looked good. He looked like a legitimate mm. wide receiver. Like he knew where he, what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, another player who went missing in this game was Mixon, who was taken off with a, uh, an ankle injury, but apparently it's not as bad as they feared. It better not be because that nearly the cost me a Mixon. Uh, Mixon's a good player, but yeah, <laughs> he, get, he, he did the, nothing in this game. But Gio Bernard, who they just signed to an extension, he plugged he in and play and did very well. It's, it's fine. He didn't have to do a lot, but... Yeah, you he's more than competent as a You backer. kind of think they need to probably run the ball a little bit more than they did. Like, they, Okay, yes, Andy Dalton had a good good day, but they asked him to throw 51 times, and I don't think... Yeah, you, you know can't what do we were saying about week. Kirk Cousins only yeah. asked to throw 10 times, and he's, that limits the amount of mistakes you make. Well, you know, maybe Andy Dalton got a bit lucky. So the Bucks lost at home to the 49ers because Woo-hoo! Winston shouldn't be starting NFL games anymore. The final score, 17-31. Can Bruce Arians fix an unfixable problem? No, he cannot, because he's not a miracle maker. He's a very good offensive mind, but Jameis turned back into Jameis uh, and was terrible in this game. He is the reason why the Bucks lost. 49ers had two interceptions for the whole of last year. They had two pick sixes in this game. Yeah. Richard Sherman's first pick six since 2013. Yeah. Yeah, first I could not believe that. His first interception for the 49ers as well. Yeah. Well, Generally, you don't throw at Richard Sherman. That's why. No. Well, not anymore, hopefully. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, the scoreline, I think, flatters the 49ers. Like, like we said, the, those two pick six make it look better than it was. The offense wasn't firing in all cylinders. It was really disappointing to see Tevin Coleman go out of the game injured. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Very disappointing for me. Well, I mean, also, it's it's the 49ers starting running back. He has to get injured. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's that, that's the law, the law yeah. 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 <laughs> um, looks like George Kittle is back to kind of being his best, 54 yards, eight receptions. One of the things that kind of struck me throughout the whole weekend, was, there seems to be a lot more flags than there were last year. I might just be imagining it, but there were five touchdowns ruled out in this game because of flags. Yeah, Brayton Kittle had two each, didn't they? Both yeah. ruled, ruled it, back. I mean, there was I a, mean they were it, fantastic receptions oh, by Brayton really as well. Were, yeah, they really were. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be a bit gutted about that. So, I don't know, that's a thing. But You were uh, 49ers fans, one of whom is silent, but he'll nod or shake. We, was there actually anything to be impressed about on the offensive side at all? No, I don't think so. No. Jimmy G... <laughs> It just doesn't look like he's making any steps. He needs so many more games. Yeah, and it's, remember, it's his first game back after a serious injury. He didn't play that much in preseason. So, and, you know, yeah, playing away, whatever. Defense, though, looked much, much better. They got a lot of pressure on Jameis Winston. Nick Bosa got his first sack. You know, there were three sacks in, in total. You know, yeah. I think that, that actually looks like a, a really good unit now. Fact-checking Gary has uh, liked to say that there were more turno- more turnovers in this game than there were last season. Yeah, oh. D Ford got a sack as well, so both new boys got a sack. Yeah, he did very well. Right, Monday night, the Bears uh, crapped the bed against the Packers and the LeFleur Le regime Thursday did night. get off to the... Win- sorry, Thurs- yes, Thursday, Thursday night. night. Did get off to the winning start they wanted, despite there being little to cheer about on offence, in a 3-10 to score at Soldier Field. Uh, the TV networks loved that, didn't they? I promised Duncan I would refer to the Packers' defence as the fearsome D. Uh, it was the better D. It was the better D. Uh, they did very well. They uh, they basically hurried what the Bears wanted to do at all times. But Mitch Trubisky, this is the season we decide. Franchise quarterback or not? Uh, I think not. He's a, sister, a poor system quarterback. Not brilliant stats, is it? It's not even just the stats, just the eye test. Does he look like a man who can orchestrate a win at any point? 
He looks like a man who could show me around a flat I want to rent. <laughs> he just looks, he still looks the same as he did week one when he came, or week three or four, whatever it was, when he came in two years ago. He just looks just not up to speed mentally with the game. I think he's someone who, you know, like, I'll get there in some way, but he, need, <laughs> he needs a running back. And he didn't, yeah. he didn't get one in that game. He didn't. I think, you know, David Montgomery is a rookie. He didn't have the best of debuts. He did have, you know, one catch and six carries. But I think he could be that running back. But he obviously needs to see more. I thought the Packers' defense was much better than we've ever seen. Yeah, it really what was. we've but, seen for a heck of a long time. But did you not think the offense looked like Mike McCarthy's offense? Yeah, it didn't actually look any different at the all. The offense didn't look great at all. I, don't, I didn't think Aaron Rodgers looked that brilliant. He, he certainly didn't like the, look like the Aaron Rodgers of a few years ago where he was just taking the league by storm. He looked like last year's Aaron Rodgers again. The, the offensive line wasn't great either, either. That's fine though, right? Last year's Aaron Rodgers can still win a lot of games with a good defence. If he hasn't got to do everything, then he's good enough to win a lot of games. Yeah, and I think he'll fine. be delighted that the defence... I mean, he looked actually quite pleased. You never very often see him smile and he was actually genuinely happy. Is that because he had a bottle of scotch in there? <laughs> Probably. Uh, oh, it's me next, isn't it? Uh, Rams shrugged off their Super Bowl disappointment with a 30-27 win over the Panthers. Um, not a vintage day for either of the quarterbacks. So what can we expect over the next couple of weeks from these two? Well, I don't know. I thought it was a competitive game. I thought the Panthers looked as good as I expected them to, and they gave the Rams a really good match. But, you know, I think probably the better team won on the day. It was more competitive than I imagined it was going to be... Uh at one point, uh, the, the Panthers sort of dragged themselves back into it. Yeah, but they were never... The, I don't think they were ever completely out of it. Oh, no. But, um, yeah, the Rams were quite far, far ahead at one point, weren't they? I mean, I'm trying... Was, I think it, it's... They were never and, more than two scores ahead. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Panthers were competitive. Cam... Longest pass was 17 yards, I think. It didn't and look great. What, it, what was his running stats in the end? Minus two yards? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it looked like he was a quarterback who's been asked to change his game plan. And he's not quite settled into that game plan yet. Yeah. Which is, which is fair. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He's got, they've gone from having those big bodied wide receivers, the slightly smaller, nippier, faster, using a lot of pace. Christian McCaffrey is going to what is what. Run CMC. Drive this offense forward. Is he going to be the number one running back of the season? Because in terms uh, of receptions yes. and carries, the, the, he had the big, ni- 97% of the snaps. 10%, yeah. 10% of reception, 10 receptions for 81 yards, 19 carries, 128 yards, and two touchdowns. They just don't take him out of the game. No, and the difference is this year, and we've we joked about him putting on a bit of muscle, he's now running through the tackles as well. Like he's doing yes. what a yeah. traditional running back does in, in terms of kind of running through those tackles as well as still Drugs. got the speed and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to mu- get around the outside. Much like him, he just gives the Panthers an injection of power, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he certainly does. Uh, on, on, on the other side, on the Rams side, of it, the, yep. the, the split between Gurley and Brown, despite the fact they said Gurley wouldn't be on a pitch count, this very much looked like a pitch count. It felt like it was, And, yeah. and that, if that's the way they need to manage that, I don't know why they don't just say that's what we're going to do. And it's fine. I thought Malcolm Brown was good. He got two touchdowns, 53 yards. Gurley, 97 yards, 14 carries. So you don't the, need the more car- than that. Yeah, the carries from Gurley were 14. From Brown, it was 11. That's fairly, fairly even. Yeah. 
But so, that's fine. If, if Brown's good enough, and he seemed to be, I, I think the Panthers' defense is, is much better this year than it was last year. Yeah. I think we're going to see good good numbers from Brian Burns, the pass rusher. Um, so, you know, it was a good competitive game. Either team probably could have won it in the end, and the Rams just edged it. Just before we move on, Jared Goff basically played like a, a very similar version to Jared Goff we saw in the Super Bowl. Very hesitant. Uh, he seems to be going backwards. Last six games of last season and this game. He's just been given a massive contract, don't you? I mean, also, <laughs> that, that's just, just seeing Jared Goff for the what he is. He is a limited but young quarterback. He is no. still very young. He's yeah. still as, as young as like Deshaun Watson and yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. I, I still think he fits into the same, obviously much further behind, but the same bracket as Brady and Belichick. If you leave him with the same coach for a number of years, I think he'll be very good with what that coach wants to do. I'm not sure he could walk to another team and, and be classified as one of the better quarterbacks. I mean, to be no. fair, he did just shit the bed in the Super Bowl. <laughs> He's going to have to come back from that. Yeah, and hopefully he will. So... The Saints held on to win over the Texans, 30-28, in a game that showed both sides have a lot to be positive about and should be well involved in the playoff mix. Yeah, they did. Uh, the, the Texans, most for the most part, their new toys turned up. Carlos Hyde played okay. Kenny Stills caught a touchdown. The virus himself. The virus himself. <laughs> Uh, and Deshaun Watson didn't get crushed quite as badly, but they still gave up five sacks? Six, six? six sacks. It, it, it still wasn't enough to... Mo- one good left tackle does not an O-line no, make. No, there's still another four positions on yeah. the offensive line you need to take account of. Laramie Tunsil can't defend Everybody. Watson against everyone. No. And so this is the problem the Texans are still going to have. This should be their season to walk into the playoffs. And It should be. You get the feeling they're just not quite right under Bill O'Brien. No, Something but on the flip right. side, I thought Deshaun Watson was... Awesome. Oh, he was amazing. Yeah, some of the throws he's making under the pressure that he he's had. He's a brilliant quarterback. We know this. Brilliant. And there's one catch from Will Fuller that was absolutely amazing. Will Fuller, by the way, always looks like DeAndre Hopkins because of the dreadlocks. Yeah, no, so it's I, confusing. I, yeah, it was Will Fuller, though. It was Will Hopkins. Yeah, I thought another, it was Hopkins. Ha, ha, no, DeAndre Hopkins had another good game. I think he's the best receiver in football at the moment. He appears to be up, right up there as usual. I mean, let's not throw the Texans away too quickly. That's no. I'm not throwing them away. I think no. this is, that's a good defence and that's a good offence apart from the offensive line. That's the only thing I've got a problem with. Any team that comes within two points of the Saints this season is, I is doing well. Uh, that's why I wanted to mention Carlos Hyde and Kenny Stills first because I thought as acquisitions go, despite some of the flack we've thrown Bill O'Brien's way, they, they fit the bill. Kenny Stills' position, possession receiver, Carlos Hyde, breaking tackles. Yeah, and let's be honest, like, they're playing the Saints in New Orleans. Yeah. Like, and that's a, like I said, that's a good defence. Any other team, they're probably not giving up. They're, they won't give up many 30-point games. What do we think year. about uh, Taysom Hill? Well, he can just do everything. <laughs> it's so impressive. It's so good to have that player on your roster. I'd like to see if you could coach as well. Yeah, I'd like to see him punt. I think I think that'd be an impressive thing. And Alvin Kamara was back doing Alvin Kamara things. So Breeze had another good game, 32 free free, 370 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Typical Breeze. One thing I worry about, he only had one pass over twenty yards. Yep. Yeah, and this was the criticism towards the end of last yeah. year, wasn't it? And but even that one pass over twenty yards, if it had gone like maybe one or two yards further, it would have caught Ted Ginn Jr. in stride and it probably would have gone for a touchdown. Had, yeah. Ted Ginn had to stop and yeah. receive that. Is that a worry? I mean, when you've got weapons like <laughs> Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, you can scheme around that. 
the running game is so good for the Saints that I don't think it's a massive problem because teams will have to stack the box against the run, which will mean there will always be an open receiver and he will find them. But it's the same as Brady. You don't see Brady taking shots down the field. Not anymore. It doesn't happen because they can't. And that's same with Peyton Manning. Eventually the arm went. I, I still think... <laughs> the arm didn't go. It fell off a cliff. Well, it did. I, I still think <laughs> Breeze, is, <laughs> Breeze is one of the best five quarterbacks there are in the league. And yes, he's probably two or three yards down on where he was a year ago. But that's still... <laughs> the, the brain makes up for a lot of that yeah, loss. Of, I agree. Uh, I, I also think he's got the right coach for that in the terms of Sean Payton is able to scheme around yeah, that. They will scheme and around they've it. got good players around them. You know, uh, the, the, the field goal to win it, which was right at the end, 58-yard field goal. It was Will Lutz's longest ever career field goal. That's yeah. a pressure situation, Vedvik, if you're listening, which it, you're not. It is. I mean, I mean, what a great kicker to have in your fancy team. Was he? Yeah, yeah winner. <laughs> That's better than Vinatieri did for me. Okay, guys, so any overreactions to week one? Gardner Minshew II will be the rookie of the year and the MVP. <laughs> that, is, that is an overreaction to week one. That's I like it. It's a bold pro- prediction. There, there is every chance that he plays 16 games for them because they didn't go and trade for an established quarterback. They went and traded for Joshua Dobbs, which makes you think that they're going to let Gardner Minshew play. And if Foles doesn't make it back as fit, or if Minshew is doing his job properly, then maybe this is what they go with. <laughs> Be, that would be fairly incredible if you, that happened. You asked for an overreaction. It's, I thought I'd give you one. It's I, the moustache and very powerful award. I, I like it. I like it. Josh Jacobs, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, okay. That's that's fairly out there for week one. John? Um, I've got four of one, so uh, come back to me. I will say Andy Dalton for MVP. That's not I mean, that's not an overreaction. That's just ridiculous. That's just taking the piss. Yeah. Come on. Uh, you told us not to take the piss. <laughs> well, that, that's what I'm going with. I'll also say that I think the Jets, bearing in mind we've just learned that they've cut Vedvik and replaced him with Sam Ficken, I'm going to say they have four kickers this season. Because I'm going to say Ficken also doesn't cut the mustard and they need to get in at least two others before the end of the season. <laughs> Lamar Jackson will throw more touchdowns than uh, Patrick Mahomes? Drew Brees. Ooh. Well, no. that seems unlikely, <laughs> but, but I quite like well, it. It's an outlandish statement. I like it for, for, a, yeah. for week one. I think, uh, I think there were a lot of places you could go with this. Uh, the obvious ones are the Browns won't make the playoffs yeah. or the Bears won't make the playoffs, things like that. But I think it's nice to see. After week two, we shall get a better idea. Week one is always weird. To Jim's point from last week, with, with so few star players playing in the preseason now, this is basically a warm-up game for half the players. On that point, yeah, there are. It, it seemed like there were a lot of teams that kind of had a slow start. I mentioned the Eagles didn't really get going. The Browns left out a lot of their starters. O line, yeah. Do you think we're going to revert back next year to see the preseason actually be useful? No, no, no. I don't think so. I think just what I'd throw out there. I think coaches now look at it like a fourteen or fifteen game regular season. I, I honestly do. Um, it it would be interesting to see, but I, I don't think that the the off season is going to change like in that direction at all. Uh, so, yeah. should we have a, a look at fantasy? Well, uh, we should do. Normally, uh, normally the voiceless wonder would do this, but he's he's unable to communicate this week. So, fantasy standouts, anybody? Lamar Jackson was excellent. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey was all right, wasn't he? Sammy Watkins. 
So all the obvious ones. Any sneaky ones? Mark Andrews, tight end for the Ravens. Yeah, 28 Ta- points. Yeah, he did very well. And uh, he will continue to do very Speaking well. Speaking of tight ends, Evan Ingram as well. Yeah, I, had him. Yeah, well, I mean... Literally no one else for Eli to throw to, apart from Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I was hoping Sterling Shepard would uh, put up more of a performance, but he wasn't great. Derek he wasn't Henry was very good as well. So uh, Yeah. He seems to have carried the form from last season into this. Hopefully, we'll see that. Do you think many people had John Ross in their starting lineup? No. God, I hope not. I don't uh, think many people had John Ross in their team. Every, like the, 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 there's every year that there's been the John Ross hype that he will be, and this year it hasn't happened, and he's had one good game. I still refuse to believe in the John Ross hype. You got stung, didn't you? I got stung. I've been stung twice now. <laughs> it's just as it. There's going to be loads of players who had good first games that are going to be on the waiver wire. Like we mentioned, a lot of rookie wide receivers yeah. had good Scary games. Scary Terry. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to be picked up and do nothing for the rest of the year. Because um, TJ Hawkinson, uh, it was a uh, over 100 yards. It was the, about 10 yards more than Will Disley uh, got in the first game <laughs> last year. I remember, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. But don't uh, forget, this time last year, uh, George Kittle had just put up a 100-yard, two-touchdown game in the first week of the season. Yeah, something similar to that. So it can go either way. I reckon yeah. Hawkinson will be on form all season. I think he's going to be really, really good. I Same with Mark Andrews. Well, yeah. I, think, I think they're yeah. going to be really good tight ends. Uh, uh, in terms of fantasy, it, it's, I guess it's going to be covered by Jimin, who was the good rookies, really. Because at this point, you're not going to be going, oh, well, Devontae Freeman was rubbish. I'll... But you know, the, 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 yeah, it's he Thompson. was he was you know, rubbish. He was yeah. rubbish. But you're not going to be dropping him at week one. So Devontae yeah. Adams wasn't very. Was good there anybody? Either. No, no. Was there Actually, anybody? If, if I picked them in in our league, then they were rubbish. Jared, Jared Cook bench. disappointed me. Jared Cook delighted me because I thought he'd get a lot more points than that against me this week in fantasy pool. I'll so, be honest. So angry. Well, you should be. I thought I was so clever when I drafted him as well. I still think that would be a good draft. I think he will be good. He will be good. Uh, anybody else that you think really disappointed uh, for their fantasy teams, uh, apart from Vinatieri? Cam kicking? Newton. Broncos defence. Mike Evans. <laughs> Mike Sorry. Evans was poorly. Sorry, Mike fucking Evans. <laughs> Tyreek Tyree Hill. Tyreek Hill, Hill. Yeah, injured, yeah, injury. Yeah, absolutely. S- Saquon. Still he, got me a decent amount of points. But he should be... He should be getting Duke Johnson. That's a, that's a good Hollis in the back of the room. Fact checking Gary. I, I offered you a trade for Duke Johnson, and you turned it down. Uh, yeah, well, you can't blame him, can you? Let's Robbie, <laughs> Robbie Anderson for Duke Johnson could be a, a good shout. Yeah. By the way, mentioning the mentioning the Jets, there we've just seen the news come through that Demarius Thomas has been traded for a 2021 sixth round pick to the Jets. So Bill Belichick has now Not completed a trade with all 31 teams since the year 2000. Go, Bill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what we just said. Donald needs some more targets. They That's had to go I, out and get a wide It's a good acquisition, yeah. I think. Do you turn down a trade, John, that I, I offered you? I can't remember what it was. I offered you Cortland Sutton for one of your players. And Cortland you, Sutton got over 100 yards this week. He got 120 yards, yeah. He got 15 points. It w- I can't remember who you offered me, though, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't <laughs> worth... N- Nobody's uh, offered me any cl- trades, which tells you how poor my team might be. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is, it is as Gary is uh, silently motioning, it's week one. It is week one. Uh, Jim, final word is yours this week. We Ooh. made a rookie of the week. Yep, yeah, so we mentioned this. There's been a lot of receivers who, it, quite frankly, really impressed. Um, so Marcus Brown at the Baltimore Ravens, who is Antonio Brown's cousin, by the way. 
Hopefully less cray-cray. Uh, another Brown, AJ Brown for Tennessee Titans, Taylor Cloran for Washington Redskins, TJ Hawkinson and DK Metcalf all really impressed. But my rookie of the week goes to an offensive lineman, Garrett Bradbury for the Vikings. He was amazing. He punched holes in the, in the uh, Falcons' defensive line for Davin Cook to get through. If he carries on that form, and it's going to be an easy... Easy season for Davin Cook to easily rack up 1,500 yards. I like that because you can see the difference a good O-lineman makes. You saw Quentin Nelson at the Colts. Exactly, yeah. It's a good shout. That's a really good shout. I like that. I like a bit of a, a bit of outside-the-box thinking there. Would have yeah. been easy to give it to anybody some, else. Some O-line love. Well, given it to, I thought it was going to be Hawkinson, if I'm honest, but that's a very that's I a thought good you were going to go Jacobs. I did think about Jacobs, but yeah, the, the yards per carry were, were disappointing. Um, in terms of bad rookies well there weren't actually that many Kyler 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 just grew into the game he grew into the game you know the the Falcons he didn't he didn't didn't grow grow. (laughs) uh, again the voice of reason behind me says he didn't grow the Falcons invested a lot in their offensive line Lindstrom and and Caelan McCary were two first round picks Lindstrom's out for the season hasn't he Lindstrom broke his foot um, but they were both getting done over by the Vikings defence and I mean it's unfair for rookies rookie offensive linemen to you know take that type of punishment in their first game so yeah okay well thanks Jim uh, this has been the Snap UK podcast thank you for listening uh, get in touch on social media we are at uh, the Snap UK uh, on Twitter help us shape the show ask a question or throw some wanky stats our way uh, whether it's, it's been a lot of wanky stats this week but I didn't write any of them down so you can't blame me I think it was mainly me <laughs> Until next week, uh, goodbye.